0: You're listening to a Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast. Hello, my name's Steve Lacey and I'm the Allied Health Education Fellow in the RCH Education Hub. I also work as a tutor radiographer in the Medical Imaging Department of the Royal Children's Hospital. So The concept of hospitalisation for children can be really difficult. There's a lot of people around, there's noises, there's machines that go ping, amongst many other things. And this is even before a stranger comes to them to examine or treat them. And it can be a real fear of the unknown. Now, many of us have heard of the concept of Teddy Bear Hospital, where children can act as parents of their teddies who need to go to hospital, with the idea that children get to learn about hospitalisation through play. Well, here with us today, we have two of our Teddy Bear Hospital student coordinators. So, we have Jenny Lee and Melissa Tian, who are both current medical students at the University of Melbourne. And just in case being a medical student wasn't a big enough workload, they now have added Teddy Bear Hospital student coordinators to their repertoire. Welcome to both of you guys.
1: Thanks, Thanks, Steve.
0: And we also have someone representing the Allied Health Cohort as far as this is concerned, and that is Audrey Cor. Welcome, Audrey. Thanks.
2: Thanks Audrey's
0: uh, doing physiotherapy. Jenny, let's start with you. Tell me, for all of those who don't really know what the concept is, what is Teddy Bear Hospital?
1: So Teddy Bear Hospital is a student-led and student-run initiative at the University of Melbourne, and we involve students from all disciplines in the Faculty of Medicine, Dentistry, and Health Sciences. Um, some fun facts are we're the biggest student-run volunteering group in Australia and the, also the biggest student-run multidisciplinary activity, which is really important for modern-day medicine, um, as we all learn to work together with other health disciplines for best patient outcomes.
0: That sounds like a lot of pressure to have something that is as big as like the biggest student-run volunteering group in the whole country. So good on to you guys for doing it. And, and so what are the main objectives for running the Teddy Bear Hospital?
1: Yep. So I'll try my best to outline some of our main objectives. Uh, we want to provide a hospital-like environment for kids um, to experience in a non-threatening educational manner. And we also want to want them to learn some simple health messages that can stay with them in the long term. Secondly, for our students, we also want to provide them with a opportunity to have developed better communication skills with kids. Yep. And we have kids coming from all different age groups, so it's a really great um, experience for them. Thirdly, um, really important one, all the money that we raise through our ticketing and donations um, all proceed to the Good Friday appeal. Yep. I think in, with that, we help students realise that our future careers are about serving and protecting the community that we live in, um, and Teddy Bear Hospital is all about doing something for the greater community. Perfect. For our parents, we also want to be able to demonstrate the value of child-driven, uh, one-on-one, imaginative play, which Teddy Bear Hospital is really good at. Yep. The child gets to decide what activities or treatment their teddy gets, which is really different from the formulated, structured activities, which has really become common in today's society.
0: Wow, so that's some really good objectives that are set out for each group involved. And the one about imagining play is a really important one because we've kind of discussed that for some of our other Education Hub podcasts which have recently come out about how important play is. Uh, Now, Melissa, who actually had the idea of Teddy Bear Hospital in the first place and how did they get it off the ground?
3: Yeah, so we thought that um, originally I read it from Norway, so in the 1990s. Mm -hmm. um, It was run by medical students to stimulate a typical hospital visit for the child. The medical student acts as the doctor. The child acts as the parent and the teddy is the patient.
0: Yeah.
3: So research has shown that child-directed medical role play actually decreases child's anxiety and discomfort through any type of medical procedure. So this idea was then adapted by several countries across the world and Teddy Bear Hospital actually varies from place to place in organisation and delivery methods. But there is one common aim and this is to provide a fun interactive encounter where a doctor patient interaction can be role played between the child and the medical student or allied health profession in our case.
0: Okay. And and so how did it get started in Melbourne?
3: Melbourne Uni Teddy Bear Hospital started in 2009. So it began with medical students running a community and schools outreach program. So the students would visit a few selected primary schools a year. This then moved on to become a charitable event in 2012 with the running of a bigger teddy bear hospital as part of the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. Okay. Mm. And then now each year we run the teddy bear hospital at the Good Friday Appeal event at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre.
0: So it sounds like it really kind of took off when, when the concept was, mm. was first initiated in Victoria. Mm that people really saw the benefit of it and just went, hey, we're going to run with this. We're actually going to do something something good about this. And it's really good to know that the Children's Hospital actually picked that up as far as mm. something that would be very useful for them.
3: Yeah. Our events are getting bigger and better. Um, mm. However, last year, 2021, due to COVID restrictions, we had to run a much smaller event. But this year, 2022, it's exciting to welcome back the thousands of volunteers, kids, and families that enjoy the Teddy Bear Hospital.
0: So, what did you do in 2020? What was the smaller event that you actually did in 2021?
3: Yeah, so it was our usual Teddy Bear Hospital, but um, obviously just a lot smaller, so um, a lot less volunteers, a lot less kids, and a lot less families. But still the same stations and
0: everything. Right, and but but obviously COVID-safe practices that you yeah, had to run, yeah. and so a lot of a lot of hand gelling and that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, so a lot of hand hygiene, a lot of social distancing, yeah. and yeah. We also actually have another event during the year. Um, this has run since 2015. Um, it's called the Chadstone Winter Checkup, and this is held at Chadstone, the Fashion Capital. Mm-hmm. This gives children from the southeast side of Melbourne a second chance to attend the Teddy Bear Hospital as well. Right.: Yeah, and we still continue to facilitate our schools and community outreach program, just depending on the availability of our committee members. Um, this. Aims to provide the Teddy Bear Hospital experience to uh, families in the broader Melbourne community, and finally, we also have a rural branch where we visit more remotely allocated primary schools or community, and this is just to broaden outreach to those children as well.
0: And so, how often do you go out to the rural centres to do that?
3: Um, we go out a few times a year, and we have a specific um, team member and a few other people that um, dedicate their time to run that branch.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, that's amazing. And I actually had no idea that so many events like that ran, uh, through the Teddy Bear Hospital. I thought it was only just like a couple of events a year, but it sounds like you're actually running them all the way through the year and that. So hats Mm -hmm. off to you guys. Jenny, who gets involved in all of these?
1: The Teddy Bear Hospital committee has about 60 students. So we have a really big committee, um, and we include reps, uh, from each of the University of Melbourne MDHS courses, as well as a couple from the uh, undergrad courses. Yep. um and all of our reps help recruit and organize our student volunteers for from medicine dentistry nursing speech pathology audiology physiotherapy optometry music therapy and finally social work
0: wow. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> we also encourage our biomed and science students who are interested in paediatrics or healthcare to get involved as well. So it's a really big event.
0: Absolutely. And, so, and how does each event run? What, what kind of preparation goes into an event in terms of setup? Because obviously with such a massive event, there's going to have to be a lot of setup that goes on.
1: Definitely. Especially with the Good Friday pill, it's such a big event run at the Melbourne Ex- Exhibition and Convention Centre we definitely have to invest a few months of preparation in and include all of our team members. Um, So about two months uh, before the event, we start liaising with the event facilitators, with our floor plans, uh, what exact stations we're going to run and what kind of equipment we need to build or repair and buy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one month prior, we also start recruiting all of our student volunteers Yep. Um, and for our upcoming Good Friday Appeal, we already have over 1,200 volunteers. So that's really amazing.
0: And how, how do you recruit the volunteers? What, what, what's your recruitment drive like?
1: Yeah. So we mainly do use our Facebook group pages. Um, all of our reps generally do have access to their cohort pages and okay. they help run those.
0: Right. And that's all like through the University of Melbourne? Yes. Yeah.
1: Also due to COVID, we've also started pre-ticketing our events, Um, so kids and families will need to buy our tickets online um, to be able to come. It's just so that we have an equal spread of kids throughout the day, um, because there tends to be uh, more popular time in the daytime, so we don't want a huge influx of families at that one time. Mm And, yeah, on a usual Good Friday appeal, we see about 3,000 to 3,500 children. Um, And, yep, as mentioned, we'll have over 1,200 student volunteers.
0: Wow, amazing. Melissa, what do the children do when they actually come in?
1: Yeah, so it's very dependent on both their age and personality.
3: So we're encouraging child-directed imaginative play um, so they can make of it what they want it to be. Um, And their parents are always right behind them just to give them any additional support that they might need. Yep. Um, So one station we run is Teddy Doctor, where um, this one is normally run by medical students and the medical student helps the child check the Teddy's heart rate, Teddy's blood pressure, temperature, height and weight. Yep. Another quite popular station is Teddy Surgery. So we've got this really big bear. And the bear gets unzipped and we pull out the organs one by one to see what sort of organs Teddy has.
0: It sounds a bit barbaric, that one, but okay. (laughs) It's
3: quite cute. Yeah, the organs are made of fabric. Okay. (laughs) We haven't had any children crying yet. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, We also have fun stations where um, kids can learn about hand hygiene. So in Path Lab, um, we swab the Teddy's um, paws, I guess, And we look at it under the microscope and we see if there's any good bacteria or bad bacteria on the Teddy's paws. Yeah. And finally, one of our most popular stations is the Teddy Ambulance Station. Um, So Teddy gets a ride on either the ambulance or one of our helicopters just to ferry them around from one station to the next.
0: And what are these ambulances and helicopters made of?
3: Um, I think they're actually made of um, plastic tubs. Um, which our design team have then painted and added little sirens on top.
0: Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. Very nice.
2: Yeah, from memory, I think the ambulances were on uh, trolleys. Yeah. And I think the kids can also push to throw uh, a trolley cool. across stations.
0: Does it make sounds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. Right. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> awesome. So for those that are involved, are all Melbourne University students, including the areas that sit under the allied Health Umbrella, but obviously Melbourne University don't offer all of the allied health disciplines, and this is where I'm putting my medical imaging hat back on and, and thinking about medical imaging because I know that you don't run a radiography course uh, through Melbourne University. So how do you compensate for those types of areas within the teddy bear hospital?
3: Yeah, so medical students will go down different pathways eventually, so whether they become surgeons, physicians, or radiologists. Mm-hmm. So they help to run these stations um, where we don't have any student representatives, such yep. as medical imaging. Okay. Yeah, a medical imaging station um, has always been one of our most popular stations and the kids get to see what sort of bones um, Teddy has.
0: Ah, uh, great. Yeah. And, and I, I guess it probably helps the med students as well to learn a little bit more about those areas mm, exactly. uh, also while they're doing it too. As I mentioned before, we've been joined by Audrey, who's our allied Health student, and she's a physiotherapy student. Uh, tell me, what do you like about physio being involved in the Teddy Bear Hospital program?
2: Yeah, so I guess... Involving physiotherapy and in particular, paediatric physiotherapy is quite different to adult. The common area between adult and paediatric physio is still, you know, meeting and communicating with who's in front of you. And in this case, we have a kid and it's just meeting where they're at, the level they're at and progressing into things that they would like to achieve. So I guess the beauty about working with kids uh, is that they're generally more cheerful, more optimistic and more resilient. There needs to be a little bit more explanation, for example, to a kid at their level and to also involve like, things that they would like to play, for example, uh, asking them if they like sport or toys and things like that. I guess this segues into how um, paediatric physio mainly centres around play to keep it as interesting and engaging as possible. And that's why we begin our Teddy Bear Hospital Station with Teddy Play.
0: Yeah, a very common theme, I think, when it comes to paediatrics that we've all been talking about, we can all agree upon, is, is that play is extremely important when working with children in the hospital environment. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a really good way to get them involved from the very beginning. It, it actually sparks their interest straight away.
2: Yeah, yeah. We get down to their level and, you know, relate the conversation really well with what they're interested in. And obviously it has to be age-appropriate. From there, we find an activity that they would like to do or they would like to get back into or be better at.
0: Okay, and, and so what are the... Physiotherapy stations that you have.
2: Yep. So we have three main stations this year. And like I said, our first station is Teddy Play. And this is um, the first station where kids can, the kids can actually participate in. So it promotes exercise and also educates them on the importance of how to maintain a strong and healthy body for life. And so in this station as well, we bring in Teddy Backpack, where the main message is all about keeping a strong and healthy back by using an appropriately sized backpack, which is not too heavy or too big and mm-hmm. things like that.
0: Good idea.
2: Yeah. So I guess our next station is called Teddy Consult and Rehab. This is where the kid becomes the parental role and brings in Teddy who might be sick or who might be in pain. And the main aim is for us to you know, help Teddy become better and ready to start moving again. So this is where kids can also see what physiotherapists do in helping people who are injured or in pain get better and back to daily life.
1: Yeah.
2: And excitingly, this year we have a new station called Teddy Respiratory. The overall main message in this um, station is to, you know, maintain, maintain a healthy lifestyle and healthy lungs for life. Yep. So the aim is to let the kids know that physios are actually interested in how the lungs sound and how it functions as well. Um, So we examine Teddy's lungs and provide some strategies to help keep the lungs healthy and also a bit of education on, you know, avoiding, for example, smoking and also, you know, exercising regularly and eating healthy.
0: Yeah, great. And I think that we, working in a a hospital environment, paediatric hospital environment, I would always encourage children to bring their own Teddy even into it when they're doing the real world stuff because we do sometimes like to, to try things on them like if we're talking about x-ray for example we we like to get the patients to bring their teddies in so that we can x-ray the teddy first yeah. so they can see what what it's like to actually have an x-ray first yeah um, it's always
2: less uh daunting when you know you see someone else you see the procedure you know or anything else done on something else or someone else
0: yeah absolutely um, sometimes yeah. we just throw the parents in there too and yeah. we don't <laughs> x-ray the parents but we do we do uh, we do simulate the x-ray of the parents so uh, so this is really a great way to kind of relate children back to what they do on a daily basis. And Audrey, what are the benefits to you as a student?
2: Yeah, I think the biggest benefit that I've I've been finding so far is definitely um, communication, because I I think we all can agree that you know communicating with a kid versus an adult can be can look quite different. So I guess coming down to the you know age appropriate level, explaining things. Uh, especially a health message or an education or an advice in a way that can be easily understood. This can also, you know, helps build skills such as communicating with accuracy and clarity with a bit of like simplicity as well.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's really good to see how, how TDB Hospital benefits both, both the children, but also you guys as the students uh, as well. Of course, the beauty of this is that once you finish being students, you can then pass the baton on to the next cohort who can continue all of the great work that you guys, uh, that you guys do. Just out of curiosity, how did you guys get involved in it in the first place?
1: I actually started volunteering in my first year of undergrad. So I volunteered for three years and then I became part of the committee in my first year of medicine. So this is actually my seventh year of being wow.
0: involved. Amazing.
1: Yeah, similar story to um, Jenny.
3: Um, also saw what a great initiative it was in undergrad and then finally became involved in the committee when I started medicine. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I unfortunately started
2: in the peak of COVID. So that was oh, about two years ago.
0: You had um, the easy one in 2020, didn't you? <laughs> a little you? bit, a
2: little bit of, of a smaller scale. Um, but yeah, and this is my third year, I think, that you're being involved in teddy Bands, Just really great to see, you know, parents and kids come in to an event that we've organized and all yeah.
0: And has it made each of you want to do pediatrics moving forward in your career?
1: I love seeing all the kids smile and like how the parents uh, find it as well. It's really great to see. So it's definitely nurtured my interest in paediatrics.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. I um, have always wanted to do peds and this kind of just kind of brings it back to why peds is such a great specialty to go into in the future.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think similar to Jenny, it's just sort of um, nurtured my interest in paediatrics.
0: Well, as Melissa mentioned, the TDB Hospital runs events with the RCH Good Friday Appeal as well as the Chadston Winter Checkup and also through schools and community outreach programs. So spread the words with your colleagues and friends. If you've got children or grandchildren of your own uh, then, and you know that one of these events is coming up, then, then just look it up online. And uh, a lot of them, of course, now because of COVID are ticketed events, so you're going to have to, uh, to book your children in. Tickets can be purchased through Eventbrite. And you can also follow the Teddy Bear Hospital Facebook and Instagram pages with many cute photos and updates on events. Guys, thanks to all of you for taking the time to talk to us today on such a brilliant program. Great chatting with you all.
2: Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having us.
0: Thanks for listening to Conversation with the Experts, part of the Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast series. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, check out our other podcast show, Teach, Think, Treat, where we discuss aspects related to teaching and learning in a busy clinical setting.